good what's good feeling it real good on a friday friday afternoon it's the midday live show with your boy steve styles along with jazzy fierce true it's your boy Drew. what's going on steve we're doing big things here on a friday you know how we do it it's the the basic fundamentals you hit the like button and subscribe because we dishing out videos every friday night guys we got a great show ahead of us great guests along with a, a crazy top five what do you guys think I think it's a, a beautiful day. Well, um, not literally, because it is a little rainy today in Chicago, but it's a beautiful day figuratively, you know, and we do have an exciting show coming up. Great guest coming up, Usman Johnny. He's the director of Greenwood District Society. It's an NFT, brand new. And we also have Zuri James. He's an actor. You've seen him on BET's Games People Play. You've seen him on wow. Naomi, Doom Patrol, so many other things. But um, yeah, and we got that top five one-hit wonders. Even though there's so many in the world, there are only five iconic one-hit wonders that made our list. So definitely stay tuned for that. You see, this is what I, no, this is what I was talking about with the gum. Okay, so let me give y'all that story real quick. So Jarrell comes in here. <laughs> eating Doritos, okay? And I'm like, all right. And then Steve is like, you know what? Maybe Good. you guys should get closer. We're having, you know, some technical difficulties over here. My laptop decided to freeze. Okay. doing thing, you know? Whatever. So he comes in here eating Doritos. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, all right, bet. Do your thing. And then he comes closer. Then he starts talking. And I'm like, um, Dorito breath. <laughs> it's just, it's all in the air. It's all in my direct bubble right here. So. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. It woke you up. You was all, you was all, you was like weather. You was a little gloomy when I walked in. You know what I mean? I came For in, other reasons. I came in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> breathing that hot fire. You up now? Anyway, <laughs> I've been away. Just say thank you. I've been away. I can't say thank you for Dorito breath. Who likes Dorito breath in their face? Thank you, that real question with the presence is. It just happened. It's just mm. smiling now. Mm. Okay, so. <laughs> Back to what I was originally saying. So the Dorito breath was a thing, right? And I was like, nah, this can't happen. Yeah. So Jarrell goes, do you have any gum, a mint? And I was like, I don't have a mint, but I have gum. And I will gladly mm -hmm. give you a piece. But I have a feeling yeah. that you're going to be smacking said gum right next to me. And what is he doing right now, folks? Guess what he's doing? <laughs> smacking the gum. Check it out, man. This he's refreshing his breath. I'm trying to tell you. I'm helping you. I mean, this is how you get a you know what I'm saying? This is how you get a gum coming. Oh, really? I'll put it right. How you do it? I'm, I'm chomping for free. Okay. Period. We, we test steps in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, all, I, all I'm saying, I'm open to business ideas too. Just type me up a pro forma. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up in the inbox. I got you. I'm always listening, ready to have a discovery session, bro. Don't start something because I'm about to finish it. Let's do this. Period. Anything, anything to get away from the gum smacking. Is it really that bad? The gum smacking. How do you think it sounds when you chew gum? I mean, I'm sure it don't sound great, but I figure because of the way the mic set up, you know, who's good today? No? No. <laughs> We're golden. We're great. We're great. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, we'll hit the like button if you guys like gum smacking audio. I ain't gonna 
if, if I ever have to do a Breakfast Club interview, I to go. I can't Why did she have to do that? Because I don't even say she put the Oh, okay. So I should do it, but not to you. That's how my mom used to treat me. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense, y'all. Makes sense. Yeah. My mama never told you, like, oh, you supposed to speak properly. And then he was like, but mom said, and then he was like, do it, do it. Don't bring me. Your mama never told you what to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't think of one off my head, but yeah, something like that. Chronicles of you. Oh, man. I don't care really. It'd be like that. 90s was a different. Indeed, it was. You know about that. I was born in the 90s. I know quite. What a time to be alive. What a time to be born. Good times. Steve. I didn't hear anything. All I heard was, uh, what a time to be alive. That's all I heard. Good times. What a time to be alive, 92, and good times. <laughs> yes. I knew that was 94. But yeah. Great times. Great times to be alive. Quit smacking that gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna get smacked with the Bible next. I don't think that type of stuff. Hmm. Getting a woman Never in church was a regularity. That's probably yeah. still a thing. I know. I, so. I don't think it was a thing. I think that was a 90s kid thing. Probably not as prominent as it used to be, but I feel like people still do it. If your kid got an apple, you Facebook and had two million views like that. You will go viral. Hashtag child abuse. That's how discipline. it be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just called discipline, that's all. But I'm saying like, yeah, if you put something on Facebook nowadays, it gets two million views, it goes viral. There's always gonna be at least one person that comments and be like Yes, I'm so happy you put this up. This is child abuse. This should never happen to our children. And what have you. I've seen it myself. It happens. Boom. And then you get a knock on the door. DCFS. Boom. Yeah. It's the real thing. Uh, you must not have knew. All right. So, riddle me this, right? I had a thought I think what don't happen to you. Maybe cool. I think there's I don't think only children get the same. I think that's a multiple kid raising kids. Like if it's a bunch of kids in your house, you gotta whoop them. And the more kids it is, the frequency gonna go. That makes so much sense. I'm No, he's right though. He by by frequency it makes sense. If there's gonna be more than five kids, there's gonna be more than five spankings, you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna Right. Yeah, it, it was it was discipline before. There was discipline. There was punishment. You get you get a whooping, 
if you made a mistake or you did something incorrectly or you did something disrespectfully back then. Again, I knew 92. I was seven years old, maybe six and a half, seven years old in 92. So I, I knew things back then. And church was a given. If you spoke out of line, you will get your behind out of line, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's how. I'm just saying, though, like, if I got a only, if I got one kid and they do something bad, I got the time to be like, I can punish him or I can put him out. I don't have to put the time in the like. But if I got four kids, no. Just no. automatic whoopings. Yeah. You come and you come here because you ain't stop them. Both y'all, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think you have more kids you have, you have to. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the, it increases the you strength. Gotta, you got you to gotta set the pecking order. Pecking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who, the, who the child or who the parent. If it's one, we can be I, I think. <laughs> I'm the coach now. We teammates if it's, if exactly. it's one of y'all. Or y'all, I'm the coach. Y'all need to know yeah. y'all the players. Y'all run my yep. play. I'm tripping. No, you're not. I, I think you're, you're you're wording it a lot better before. When you're saying like pecking <laughs> order and this and that, you know, you kind of threw off Jasmine. I could tell by the body language. But it's the same thing. Yeah, you're the coach. You know, you're the head coach, if anything, too, depending on your matriarchy, patriarchal, you know, your relationship with the mothers, too. But, uh, yeah, you you increase the family unit strength by having accountability between siblings. Okay. So yeah, that's definitely sense. right with that. Makes yeah. sense. Well, um, why don't we get off this topic? Because I see we have. Our first guest in the waiting room, he's probably like, what the heck are they talking about? Like, what? Right. Welcome to the Midday Live Show. Okay, very random. Yeah, right, what I sign up for. Right, what is this? Okay, so we have Story James. He's an actor. You've seen him on Games People Play, on BET, Women of the Movement, on Hulu, Naomi, Doom Patrol, and literally so much more. And I need you guys to help me in giving him a warm welcome to the Midday Live Show. It's Zuri James. Hey! What's going on? What's going on? Good to see How you. are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. I just got to say also, I was an only child. I never got spankings. Just just to say that. So that might fall in line with what y'all were talking about. Okay. Yeah, you, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Zuri, how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling really good. Feeling really good. Uh, busy day, but, but the business is always fun. That's what's up, man. That's what you like. That's what we like. Yeah. Tell us about this busy day and tell us about busy day. I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I started my day. I, I teach. I teach acting as well. So I was, I was teaching class and all that fun stuff. And after this, I got to jump, jump over and do a couple auditions and all that stuff. Just the the, the life of a, of a normal actor. You know what I'm saying? Just it, auditioning is part of the job. You know. So that's what I'm doing for the rest of the day. Cool. Love to see it. But uh, let's go back a little bit. Go back to the very first like acting gig that you got, the very beginning of your journey. And um, a little bit about that like up until now, present day. That's a really good question. So I grew up, I wasn't I wasn't interested in, in acting by any means. You know, I I, uh, I grew up playing basketball. That was like my focus. I was like, I'm, I'm going to the league. I'm, 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 I'm going to play in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? 
And she was an actress on Broadway for many years, and she was always like, Zoe, why don't you, why don't you try some acting? Why don't, you, why don't you try thinking you're good at it? And I was like, Mom, no, that's your thing. I'm not touching that. Um, fast forward, uh, you know, years later, um, I had a modeling opportunity to kind of work, kind of uh, transition into an acting opportunity. And to be honest, I completely fell in love with it. It was a very independent little project, um, little student film. Um, but I love just kind of stepping into the world, uh, another world, and discovering different pieces of, of kind of who I am through mm-hmm. the art, if that makes sense. That percent. I think um, a lot of people that we've had on here, like actors and actresses, it's like the most thing that they love is the storytelling aspect and like being yeah. somebody else. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. I mean, it, you get to... I, I, I feel like you never fully step outside of who you are because we can't as people. But what it allows you is you discover different pieces of who you are, different different nuances of the person that you are through these different characters that you're taking on. Um, and so it, in, in many ways, it's like a, a journey of self-discovery in many aspects. It's, it's pretty cool. I can, I can talk about that for days, honestly. Hey, please do. We're not going to stop you. Oh. <laughs> uh, I would ask, like, what motivates you to keep going even on, like, your roughest days? Because I know in the entertainment business in general, it's like we go through so many no's and rejections all the time. So if somebody wanted to get into acting, like, what advice would you have for them for, like, getting through rejections and rough days? Yeah, well, I would would say start with your why. Start with, with asking yourself, why do I do this? You know, because it's very easy to, particularly in this line of work, to fall into a thing of, like, you know, looking for outside validation to kind of make you feel like you're valid or make you feel like you're good. You know, mm-hmm. you have to understand why you're doing this. If you're doing it because you actually love to do it, I, I have to check in with myself all the time. If, if I have to ask myself if there was nothing else, if I never booked another job or another, you know, show or anything like that, would I be happy? Right. And the answer is yes. I, I actually love the craft of this. I love the art of it. I love, I love acting. And so if that is, you know, if that is someone, then in, in those tough times, remind yourself of the why, why are you doing it? And hopefully that does allow you to kind of tap into, yes, I'm doing it because it's fun. I love to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it, you know? So tapping into that that enjoyment, I think, uh, can can inspire you and, and kind of uh, push you in the, in the right direction. Exactly. So um, going back to what you said about the why, and that's what keeps you going. This is my last question before I pass it to Terrell. Uh, what is your personal why? My personal why is, first of all, that I love to do it. Um, I, I actually really, really love to act. I love, I, I like to say, you know, musicians, you know, their their medium of expression is the instrument and, 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 you know, the notes and all this stuff, you know, for, for a painter, their medium of expression is the paint and the canvas. For an actor, our medium of expression is the human condition, what it means to be human, right? And so I love to kind of dive into the humanity behind the arts. You know, it, it really is tapping into emotions and, 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 and what makes us people, what makes us this, this interesting human, human, you know, thing that we all are. Yeah. And, uh, it, right? What's that? It's like a little psychology in it, right? It kind of is. It yeah. kind of is. Yeah. 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 Zuri, hey, so you an ex-ball player, huh, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, all the way. All the way. So how was the transition from playing ball to acting? Because 
I, I used to play ball too. You know what I mean? You play ball, there's a competitive picture that you have to have. You know, yeah. if they're competitive, they're acting the same way. 100%. Yeah, I, there's so much There's so much of, of what playing basketball my whole life has is, is given me. Um, first of all, just the discipline associated with it. Uh, you know, when I played, I woke up early, I trained, I, and I did all these different things to ensure that I was in the best position to succeed, you know, and, and the same goes into acting as well. You, you have to, first of all, I'm, I'm extremely competitive. Uh, people close to me know that and kind of make fun of me about that. I'm, I'm almost competitive to a fault, honestly. Um, but, but with that is, is a drive to be the best possible version of myself. And that, that comes in the craft of acting as well. Acting is like a muscle, you know, when you're in the gym, you know, lifting weights, you're also, you can also be in the gym, the acting gym, working on the craft as well. And that, that discipline and that, that desire to be the best version of myself has really helped me in this, in this, in my career and in the acting. Do you, like that. do you got like a favorite actor, like a, like a Michael Jordan of your, of your acting, you know what I mean? Uh, I got a lot, man. How long we got? I mean, <laughs> so I, I, I love, I love, I love Denzel. Um, I mean, that's a standard. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, honestly, I, I also love Daniel Day Lewis and, and what he's done. He, you know, he, he's really, uh, really inspiring in many ways. Um, love Viola Davis. I mean, she, I think she's absolutely brilliant. I, I've, I've studied a lot of her stuff, even her her theater stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I could go on and on and on about that, but yeah, those are those are like my the top three jumping out of me off, off the gate. See, see, Denzel always plays the character where it's like whether I'm the main character or whether I'm a side character, I'm running the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. Pretty much. I, that's that's my favorite trait when it comes to Denzel. You got like a favorite kind of role you like to play? Ooh, yeah. Um, I mean, probably pretty similar to that. I would love to continue to play um, uh, roles that kind of step into like the athletic world as well, like like basketball or like sports, and kind of the psychology that goes into that as well. Because I think something that's often overlooked is is just the mental fortitude and, and the mental you know stability that you have to have playing a athletic sport and all the and all the, all the lessons that that go along with that. So that's always fun. Um, I mean, I love action. I love, I love superhero stuff. I think every every little kid does, um, and I feel like I'm a little kid at heart when it comes to that. I, I love, you know, that type of feel. Um, so yeah, and and I also love to step into a little comedic world as well. Um, I know that's all over the place. Yeah. All right. I, so as a you, a ball player, you a tall black dude, right? Yeah. You like in the acting world, you get typecasted a little. One hundred. Yes. Yes, it happens sometimes. It happens. Um, and with that, I have to really just kind of use that and say, okay, well, the industry's seeing me this way, um, understood. But also, I want to I wanna bring my own humanity to it as well and my own experience as well. And so I want to break molds in a sense. So when I get a certain role, I try to just infuse as much me into it as I can, right? And yeah. hopefully by doing that, I'm... I'm showing more of a of a broader scope of what it means to be a black man you know in, in america essentially i mean there's no there's no one one type of there's no one version of, of what it means to be a black man you know so i want to bring myself to it to hopefully open people's eyes to many different you know nuances of what it means what it means to be 
have someone like me. I appreciate that outlook, man. I, I've had, I've heard those type of words from guys like and guys like like Michael, and like I, I really appreciate it's a building those different type of roles, man, because I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I hate seeing the same character in every movie. It's mm-hmm. the same character. With, it was the same character. Like, yeah. I really, actors make it their job to try to, you know what I mean? Get roles out there and give us new perspectives and give us new outlook. Appreciate exactly. Exactly. I, I think, and sometimes we, you know, especially for me, in my position, I, I've, I've seen, you know, a lot of roles that have come that I've got to be like the strong black man, you know, mm-hmm. and beautiful. I love that. that, that and that, that's, that's such a needed role. Mm-hmm. But with that said, also, strength also comes from, comes from all other feelings as well. So strength can come from, from me feeling sad and vulnerable and, and sometimes, you know, helpless. But then persevering through that. Is, is, is real strength, I think, as well. So I think all of these stories need to be told to, to understand what it means to be strong, what it means to be vulnerable, what it means to be a man or a woman. I think I think there's so much more that goes into it that, that, that needs to be told as well. That, that, I, that And I appreciate stories that, that do do that. Love to hear it, love to see it. Steve, you got some questions? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, thank you for joining us, Zuri. Appreciate it. Good, glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. Excellent. Uh, can you please tell our listeners what a comp card is and how quickly can they make one nowadays in 2022? Oh my gosh! Very easily you can make one. Um, basically, from my the comp card is, is basically a, co- a compilation of different images of, of yourself um, and, and kind of how you or one want to market yourself uh, to the industry, basically. Um, and that's that's very easy to do that nowadays. You know, I think with the with the advent of social media and things like that, it's it's easier and easier. Um, but but go and really see how the industry is going to be perceiving you, um, and how you want to be perceived, and put together those looks. And more so, it's, it's a look, but it's also a feel that is associated with each look. Um, and you can put together that, that together very very easily in my opinion. Love to hear that. Yeah, I was like, "What happened?" So when I tried to click on mute, I like to mute myself in between, and I I clicked remove, and I removed myself. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for that. Very thorough. Appreciate that, Zuri. Uh, And then my last question before I pass it back to Jasmine is: uh, with uh, when it comes to promoting yourself online, do you encourage actors and actresses to have their own decentralized.com or keep pushing with the social media what you have? I would say both is beneficial, honestly. Um, I think I think social media can be a really, really good platform to promote yourself. Um, I honestly can do better with that, just being being honest. And I think it, it can really open up a lot of different doors. But I think if you couple that in with you know another presence as well, another online presence, um, like a, like a, a website or things of that nature, having them work hand in hand and links can be beneficial from my experience. Wow, thorough again. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so I know a lot of people, when we ask this question, they either tell us a lot or a little bit, but I wanted to ask if you can share 
anything, any tidbits with anything you might be working on, any projects coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't share all of it, but but um, 2022 has been a fun one so far. Um, I think you, you alluded to it. I, uh, I've I'm recently just wrapped on a, on a show, Doom Patrol, and HBO is going to be coming out um, uh, very, very shortly. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun little role, um, and I am fascinated to see how it all turns out, and I hope everyone enjoys that. Um, I am also a part of a new series uh, coming to FX. I'll just kind of leave it at that, but it, it's going to be coming out uh, pretty short as well. It's exciting and, and a cool, fun one. Um, so yeah, there, there's some there's some cool things, and I'm also appearing on a, on a returning Tyler Perry series. Um, it's also going to be uh, very very fun, and there's a lot of twists and turns in that, and I am really excited to see how that how that goes. Yo, you got you got to tell us about that, bro. <laughs> the studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have, I have. It, it's, it's, it's beautiful over there, man. I, it, it's amazing, also, to see Tyler work. He, he really does. He's a magician with it. I mean, he, he really is a workhorse, and, and how he kind of structures everything and, and, and moves, you know, through through shoots at a very, very quick pace. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's magic. I mean, I, he, that man is works very, very hard. I, I'm, I'm just impressed with when I was on the set. Which is really cool. See, That's all right. So, when it comes to Tyler Perry, I know he like to take a lot of his actors theater to put them on the on the screen. Did you ever do theater? Then? I did not. Not not with, not with Tyler. I, I did do some theater early on in my in my career, though. Um, I did some showcases, and all of which were were kind of in the Atlanta market. Um, honestly, I really I really want to. I was born in New York. Um, I really want to go up and do some some theater up in New York and uh, and, and test those test those waters a little bit. But I want to do more theater as well because I think it's a different energy when you want to act as theater. You know, both are really cool mediums, but they're but they're so different in many respects as well. With theater, you know, first of all, everything's live. Everything is is fully like, all right, it's showtime. We're on stage. We're doing it. You know, everything is like vibrant in that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, with 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 on on camera work, it's a little different. Um, the, the the baseline is the same, but but it's different because you're doing you have multiple takes, multiple angles, all these different stuff. You know, is implemented as well. Um, but there's something about theater that is really gratifying, from my experience. It does, it does feel really in the moment, or really organic in many ways. Did you did you do you? I mean, you said that you were from New York. So you yeah. Atlanta. Which market you like better? That's a tough question, man. I, and, and throw LA in there if you got some experience. <laughs> I, I do, I do. Yes. Um, oh. <laughs> so, so that's a loaded question right there. So, I will say, I got, I got to show love to my Atlanta, my, my Southeast market. I got, I got to show love here because I think, honestly, all these markets are, are very, very different. They're very, very different energies that, that, that are going on with each. Mm-hmm. From my experience, the barriers to entry in the Atlanta market, the Southeast market, are less. The other markets are older, so they have uh, different structures in place that, that allow a newer actor to come up, and it's, it's harder to kind of get in the door to be seen, from my experience. Right. Um, but all of these places have, have different projects, and, and, and they, pull, they, they pull from their pool of actors, and, they, and sometimes, you know, of course, the actors get, get cast in different markets for different reasons and stuff like that. But 
I think I really enjoy the Southeast market and, and the buzz and, and, the, and the energies that, that's happening around our market here. Um, because as we all know, there's so much the industry coming here right now. The products are getting bigger. The roles for actors in this market are getting bigger. Um, 10 years ago, you know, actors in this market would find that, that there's only smaller roles that are being cast to. And that narrative is changing dramatically. That, 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 that story is being changing every day. Um, yeah. In this market, there are actors who are being cast for, for very, very large products uh, and very, very large roles every day. And that's something there to really see and really appreciate the growth that's happening. Oh, 100%. Yes. And Azuri, thank you again for coming on. And before you go, definitely tell everyone where they can follow you and where they can check out any projects that you have out right now. Definitely, definitely. So my Instagram is Azuri, Z-U-R-I underscore James, J-M-E-S. Um, my, uh, I have a couple projects, as, as I kind of alluded to before, Doom, Doom Patrol is coming out uh, very, very soon, season four. Please, please uh, watch. It's going to be very exciting. Um, also, uh, the show Ruthless, which, which is a Tyler Perry production. Uh, you can catch me in that for season four as well. That's going to be exciting. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're definitely, yeah, we're definitely yeah, going to thank for you, for sure. Appreciate it. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, hit us up next time you're in Chicago. Oh, most definitely. I want to take a trip out to Chicago. So Come I on, we got you. Yeah. Oh, man. Slide to the studio. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. I might have to. <laughs> Thank you, Zori. Make sure you have a great holiday weekend. Stay safe. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. And that was Zuri James, everybody. Oh, That's yeah. Right there. And I feel like I can tell, like, from his energy, I feel like he got something big coming. But, you know, of course, he couldn't talk about it. I see him smiling in the background. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got you. I know, I know. Yeah, he, he's got some great things up and coming, you know. Make sure you follow him. Check him up on Instagram as well, too, Zuri James. Great, great guy. Sounds like he's very thorough, too. And if you guys have questions, kind of like the one I asked you today about what is a comp card, you know, hit us up on Instagram, you know, at the Midday Live Show. Leave us a DM. Leave us your question. Please do. And next up, we got another interview, but we're going to take a quick, short commercial break, and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Midday Live Show. What's up, guys? It's the nastiest DJ in Chicago, DJ Spoiled Milk, and you're listening to the one and only Midday Live Show with Steve Styles, Jasmine Fierce, and my boy Jarrell. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Welcome to the night show. Throw up the sex in Uh-huh. And I can put you in. Come, come, come on, man. Welcome to the night show. Hey, Steve Styles. What you say about a young weather update? 
<laughs> What's up? We found you. It's about time, man. How you feeling? Can you give us a, a little weather update? Let's do it. For this Memorial Day weekend? Of course. Yeah, let's do the whole weekend. Yeah. You didn't know? No. I, people have been talking about holiday pay and all this other stuff all weekend. I'm like, I've been asking people. Memorial Day is at the end of May every single I still gotta go to work. Be off. Well, throw the clip. What's good, everybody? Chicago Worldwide. Let me get my shoulder in here. It kind of disappeared for a moment. <laughs> there it goes. All right. It's your boy, Steve Styles again. This is your weather report. And right now in the beautiful city of Chicago, it's cloudy. It's 56 degrees, and it's raining on and off all afternoon. You may want to have to stay indoors if you're trying to stay dry. But it'll be clear skies tonight with a low of 52 in the evening. Now, you're, as far as your Memorial Day weekend goes, it's going to be pretty lit. It's going to be nice. Partly cloudy Saturday, high of 66. Partly cloudy on Sunday with a high of 84. So if you and just sit tight because Monday is going to be even better. 86, breezy, partly cloudy. Not too hot, not too cold. Summertime shy. That was the weather report brought to you by Young Street Gear. Gear for all types of weather like the one we have to deal with here in Chicago. Back to you guys in the studio. Appreciate that weather report, Steve. You got it. Oh, and Monday, if you happen to be, you know what I'm saying, on that barbecue, please invite me. You know what I'm saying? Look, we can barbecue in the... You know what I mean? Barbecue. We got a barbecue on Memorial Day. We got to. You're to, you know? me. Hey, well, you know where to reach us at the Midday Live Show on Instagram directly. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter at Midday Live Show and like us on Facebook at the Midday Live Show. But I got a question, Steve. Okay, here we go. So remember when you were telling us about Monday, you know, 86 and whatever, whatever, a little breeze, not too hot, yeah. not too cold. Why yeah. do you laugh? <laughs> a, a, a little breezy. Why, why, why what, what are you what are you reading? What are you reading on your weather report? No, you said not too hot. Not too cold. 86 is nice. Oh, I forgot. You don't like 86. 86 is pretty much 90. Pretty much. You got to round up. 86 is 90. 86, but cloudy. Partly cloudy. That's a nice one because you're not going to get all the intense, you know, sunness. But I, I forgot, completely forgot to take your crisp 73, 74 degrees into consideration. Yeah. Go ahead. June is around the corner. It's summertime. Yeah, don't remind me. It's <laughs> I know. It's time to sweat. Season. Yeah. Yeah, we getting hot this summer. Yeah. Oh, we got your birthday coming up, too. I'm trying to tell them. What we doing for your birthday? Ain't it on the Friday? We finna... I would be in jail now. Um, we were supposed to see Rod Wave, but that's not... So... Well, first, you got to wake up. You got to get turned at, like, 10 a.m. And then you got to do the show because it's on a Friday. But, but, After the show, what we going? What we doing? See, that's the thing. Like, I'm mature now. I made plans and everything. Oh. So, Rod Wave and show. So I'm doing this like 2000s party. Yeah, mm. 
Oh yes. Got me a I got me a blue North Carolina Jordan jersey with a oh, white okay. do rag with a, with a blue hat with a four XL white. Mm, a four XL. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. All that fresh Air Force One. Okay. As you should. It's birthday. I got two outfits. I got like an early two thousands outfit, late two thousand outfit. If I gotta get so. Mm. Okay. But the four XL T-shirt that's interchangeable outfits, right? Yes, I mean you know it's, it's the time because there's there's the old nine time too, but ain't changed. You know the new boys came out of uh, jerking. Like <laughs> that, I, that was my era. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I didn't like. I like it was I. I, like I wasn't mad at it. You know? I'll skip over that. I went straight to rock, 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 revival jeans. 2009. Dang, I wish I would have like thought about this beforehand. We could have like showed pictures of all of us from nine. Oh man, that's crazy. And my Gino Green glow. And my mm -hmm. Okay, so what were you wearing in the 09 seeds? Whew, all right, let me see. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was still I had the baggy stuff on too, you know. I had on like uh these Jinko shorts, you know what I'm saying? These uh baggy shorts. I had a Fubu jersey pull it out every once in a while. <laughs> you know, real simple, real simple. I didn't like the hats too much because we were wearing like the big box hats with the big brim, and I was like, Man, I'll just get a fade. But uh yeah, oh nine, I was I was pretty uh I don't know. <laughs> I didn't care. I had bad style. I, I wore I wore bad bad stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, Tell yeah. Tell I, jazz. Um, jazz. I think a, a lot of people had uh, questionable fashion yeah. statements back then. Uh, oh, nine. I look myself up now. I think I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Okay. So usually my outfits was just something like jeans. But this was like before the skinny jeans, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like those ugly, like boot cut jeans. And it's like some days I was flooding because y'all know I'm tall. So some mm -hmm. days I was flooding. I would go to school flooding and it would be a sad day. But um, <laughs> so flooding jeans. I usually had like some type of, oh, I had this t shirt that was like all blinged out with like these pink and white and black letters that said, He can't read my poker face. Word to Lady Gaga because that was my <laughs> back then. Um, and yeah, okay. I would have a ponytail and I do like a little side bang. Yeah. The side bangs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I remember a lot of girls had that. Yeah. It was. It Not was, all of them could wear them. Who get them? I, I should have. Hey, hey, oh, now it was a wild year though, bro. I had it was. my hair, bro. I was wearing creative rec shoes, bro. It was going down. I was. <laughs> Back then, bro. Like, yeah, it was dumb years. It was dumb years. Some days, some days it was a Hollister shirt. Some days it yes, was a Hollister. polo shirt. I might have stepped back in the Rockwell land. It, it, oh, now it was all over the place. Did y'all wear it? It was. Were y'all part of that phase? Uh, probably about 2011. I had, a, I had, a, I was getting spoiled. That was the, oh, the arrow. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Steve, you won rocking with the Aeropostle? Uh, not too much, cause that remind me too much of Amber Crombie and Fitch. Oh gosh, I think I was able to find some pictures of me. Oh, 
I'm there not we go. looking. I'm not gonna show y'all. <laughs> I'm all right. Good. I'll have them for you guys in a little bit. Let me see what I could download now, because I, I literally grabbed this off Facebook. Let's do a share screen. So there's yeah, no. Facebook is like there's... it has all of your like worst nightmares on there. Like ugh, you can't Facebook. go Facebook. Okay, here we go. So here's my proof. I got oh, 08. Oh, Steve. Oh, to, to, look at that. I don't. I was just. This is wild. This is too. That was hard at all nine, bro. Oh my oh, god. Oh wait, right there with you. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. That was flying. Okay, though. Don't let him tell you nothing. I know. I'm. I'm gonna keep going. I'm. I'm sure I'm gonna find some more, oh, man. All right. Oh yeah. Here, I got a great one. Oh snap! And it's with me and Deezy. Because it was the post for me. It wasn't even that the club post. You were supposed to have it all night. Yo, we wasn't professional poses yet. Instagram hadn't came out. We didn't know nothing. Just figured out back. Okay. Whew. I'm sorry. That's when those feelings came out. It wasn't mm -hmm. that fun. My bad. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see if this thing loads. I look funny. It, it's really a photo of it's really a photo of DZ, and we we're both rapping. But like, I was wearing like some blue jacket stuff going on. That's me okay. on the back with the glasses. And there's DZ too. So we're chilling. We had see. I had like those uh those 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 fake tattoo T-shirts. Remember? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I used to rock those. Now, now we're showing too much. Oh, now it's okay. a different time. Yeah. So it's a different time. After this next interview, I think I'm going to have to pull up some old ones of trail and myself. We're going we gonna to do it. I mean, you were so brave and you put up two pictures of yourself. I mean, it will only be right yeah. as your co host and your friends that we go through the embarrassment too. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, now, let's do it. Nah, you on your own, bro. Hit the like button if you want to see Terrell's 09 photo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I'm I'm looking. This is this is some. I was overweight and everything. <laughs> It'd be like that, you know. But anywho, yeah. uh, we'll get more into that later in the show. So make sure y'all stay tuned. But right now we have our next guest in the waiting room. We have Usman Sajani. He is the director of Greenwood District Society. Is the NFT that wants to recreate Black Wall Street. I think that is awesome. And he's also the CEO of Slum Apparel, which stands for Succeed, Lead, Unify, and Motivate. So I'm super excited to get into this. Let's welcome him to the Midday Live Show. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. How you feeling today? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, no problem. So um, let's get right into it. Tell our listeners and our audience just, you know, a little bit more about you and the NFT. Of course. So, yeah, my, once again, so my name is uh, Usman, uh, creator and co-founder of the Greenwood District Society. Uh, graduated from Delaware State University, um, one of the HBCUs and the only HBCU in the state of Delaware. Um, Slum Apparel uh, was my clothing brand that I started during my collegiate tenure. And then from there... Uh, later on, just tapping into the NFT and Web3 space, uh, me and my team decided to recreate the Black Wall Street through NFT digital art. And that's how the Greenwood District mm. Society was started. That's okay. amazing. What would you say? Yeah, you're, I, you're like your... I'm sorry, Steve. My bad. 
no no i know i was just curious you know like you know how, how can you get involved in this immediately that should be question yeah. number one right yeah for sure so uh so we have four different ways you can get involved right so the first thing is becoming a holder and that's becoming a, a greenwood towns person so right on our website the greenwooddistrictsociety.com you have the option of purchasing and joining the society that way um if you own a business within one of our five pillars which is health wealth travel food and um higher education you're more than welcome to partner with us so that partnership looks like in different ways so just to give you a, um an example one of our dc partners which was our first uh, official partner motown square if you end up in the dc area and you're a holder you're able to redeem pizza from that uh, establishment for free once a month nice. um we have a black owned travel group called where them boys at now and pretty much what uh what happens is random holders throughout like the quarterly or or like yearly aspect of our calendar year random holders will get the option to literally go go uh go uh, for expense paid trips for free through that black owned travel group um there's so many ways you can get involved but i think the first things first is becoming the holder right um and that way it helps us uh re revitalize our economic mobility and distressed communities and that's been our biggest biggest key when the when the original black wall street was created right it was a hub for black owned uh entrepreneurs to thrive within themselves right as a community Mm -hmm. But now we're not looking to just do a street no more. Let's take it global, right? We we know how many entrepreneurs there are all across the world. So why not take it globally now and take advantage of this NFT space, which which uh for a uh, fun fact, it did 46.1 billion dollars of revenue last year. Um oh, man. and wow. there's literally I I can't tell you how the money was allocated back into the communities and stuff, but it just goes to show that you know there's an opportunity and it being the the hype for it that first year it's literally leaves so much room for growth for the years to come so absolutely so uh what would you say is your personal mission like your why as to why you're involved with greenwood society yeah so i think for me it's uh group economics right i think uh throughout my years of entrepreneurship I learned to realize that you can't do things in life alone. It has to be together, right? And a lot of times I think our community fails to realize that you know it's okay to ask for help and and build uh together instead of individually. Um and that's think that's what the Greenwood district actually did back then in the 1920s. Um a lawyer at the time bought land solely to just sell back to black black entrepreneurs and black families so they could build together and create a hub for themselves. Um so that's like been like the biggest why for me. It's like let's stop figure trying to figure things out by ourselves and let's do it together. Um, and our project literally does that. We um we provide funding back to our partners, we help with our holders, we're tapping into real estate, business funding. Um and we're just uplifting uh black owned businesses and then as well as just not black owned businesses but on a world aspect right if you believe and you notice like the economic distress in, in our community you're more than welcome to partner so there's no color that 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 we're um discriminating from our project but we do have a focus on trying to uplift uh the african american community awesome and we need more of that honestly because even the you know the black and the brown community we're always kind of swept under the rug especially when it comes to stuff like health wealth uh 
you know, including us in society in so many different ways. And it's a tale as old as time. But it's like it's an amazing thing that you are doing this. You're like trying to spread the word. So yeah, I just thank you for that because that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, I, and like for for instance, like with uh, Chicago, I think it'll be a great hub. You know, I think I only been to Chicago two times throughout my whole life, right? So I think it'll be a major hub for us in building partnerships there because I think of it as like a like a like a nicer New York to me. I don't know. It's I don't know why. It's just it just sort of feels that way sometimes. Um, but all right. <laughs> that part. But, um, but I, I just think um, build, building partnerships throughout the major hubs would be phenomenal for us. So like we just went to Miami about two weeks ago um, and there's like a small amount of black owned black owned businesses out there. So we just tapped into those spaces and just uh, introducing our project to them. So we're trying to do like a world tour where we, you know, we go to different cities and promote and pitch our project to different business owners. Awesome. Yeah, there's so, so many Black-owned businesses out here in Chicago. So, yeah, that would be a really great collaboration. For stuff like this, like I saw something, Steve, it said free pancakes at this uh, brunch place. Like, if you get involved, like, that would be so cool to do out here. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And and, that, and that's the uh, the number one rated Black-owned brunch spot in Philadelphia. So, oh, uh, yeah, shout out one. to Tanisha Trippett. Yeah. So it's super dope. It's like it's like uh, you know when you just throw out the project into some people's ears, they're just willing to partner with you ASAP. So shout out to Tanisha at uh, Brotherly Grub Cafe. Hey Uzman, man, you say you uh pitch to black businesses. Do you ever walk into a place and do a pitch and and, and everybody just completely don't know what an NFT is at all? Completely lost in what? Yeah, because I, yeah, I was. So I <laughs> a lot of people that just don't know because i just don't know yeah for sure and you're absolutely right right so i think uh we do it's like two 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 parts in our pitches the first part is educating about the space and then the second part is discussing about greenwood so we have like a um sort of like a tailored script on how we try to you know detail what an nft is you know what it's used for why it's important like what the fact sheets on there right like just just to think about it like like I said before, like that $46.1 billion in one year, and it's literally only been actively trending for about a year and a half now. So just, just looking at that space and how lucrative it is for our, for just anybody in the world and how we could take advantage of it early, I think is like the, the biggest key when we're pitching it. So it's educating it's educating our partners first and then letting them know about our project and how to, how to get involved. Yeah, that's great. You know, immediately when I when I heard the name too about the uh, Greenwood District Society, immediately, and then what you guys are doing for the culture and the community as a whole, um, have have you thought about maybe future interests with Greenwood Bank? I, I think it was uh, Killer Mike. He started up this. You know, it's centralizing on on supporting more 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 black and brown mm -hmm. businesses. Do you know anything about that? Yeah. So interesting enough, uh, we had already sent them out an email to like you know see see who we could contact to get like a sit down. Uh, I think the hardest part about uh, this space is it's a lot of fluff, right? So you have a lot of projects that you know don't have a uh, great utility or a great message or a great purpose, and it's so prevalent in this space right now. So you know we might be one of a million uh, emails out there that, that they that they're panning through. 
Um, but we have we have shot them an email. You know, we're looking for different ways to, you know, we, we commented on their Instagram post a couple of times, like, hey, you know, I see I see the Greenwood connection, let's work. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, we're just we're just trying to figure out ways to uh, you know, get in contact and like platforms like this, I think it's phenomenal. You know, somebody might might tap into the show today and we'll have another hit and another partner. So thank you guys once again. But you know, I think the hardest part yeah. is just like um the exposure in this space due to the fluff it's like you know you have to work twice as hard to make people realize like hey we're, like we're not a scam take a look at who we've been working with we have credible sources and you know we only have you know our, our social media platforms don't have a lot of followers but on the back end like the impact that we already have is major so trying to align the two has like been our been like one of our biggest battles that makes sense and it's like for somebody that would want to uh, like start their own NFT or start trying to reach out to other businesses in the area, like business owners, what advice would you have for them when you come across like rejection or confusion? Like what kept you guys going? Um, I feel like no, no, it's like just uh, at least at least you got them to look into it. Right. Um, no, is never like a bad thing. You, you gave it a shot and you and you did what you had to do. But you also put in their mind like, oh, maybe I should tap into this space. Um, one one thing about our project that we're starting in our, our phase two is helping um, businesses create their own NFTs. So like, let's say we partner with a, a uh, partner and they see how, you know, the Greenwood District Society, the partnership is, is wealth enough and, and it's worthy enough. Then it's like, OK, well, we, we had like the whole process of being able to build a NFT project solely for their restaurant so they could use it for like their customers. Or if you're at, at like um, a sports rehab place for like your, your members there or um, with higher ed with like HBCUs that we're trying to work with, they could do it for like their alumni. It's different ways that you can utilize like this this space. And, and tailor it out to different communities. So we have the option where we could be serve as like a third party consultant and creating your own NFT project as well. Oh, nice. That's a great service to offer too. That's, yeah. that's really good. Um, I, I, I kind of want to know a little more detail. Like say, for example, you know, you you create a townsperson or you, you get that, uh, that you purchase the NFT to mm -hmm. get the free pancakes. How would you go about, you know, uh, redeeming it? For example, do you, down, do you download something? Is there a QR code? Yeah, so the, so the funny thing is, it's like, it's super easy. So you know how you walk into a, a bar and they ask you, you know, can I see your license so to make sure you're 21? It's literally the same thing in the NFT space. So you have something called a crypto wallet. Um, and it's what we use is MetaMask, right? So pretty much cool. uh, we already we already verified with all of our partners on how to pretty much verify that you're a part of our project. And it's a two-step uh, thing. It's can you pull up your wallet? Can you click on your NFT? super simple every nft has a different number so that way you there, there'll never be a duplicate and that's the that's the wonderful thing about it it's always a one-on-one oh, yeah. -on -one, um one-on-one -on -one unique exchange exchangeable exchangeable uh, digital artwork and then um after that we already detail like you know there like uh the other week we had somebody try to like duplicate our project and we got it removed off of open and it's funny because oh, we nice. had look yeah we had thought about it it's like wow somebody's trying to duplicate our project now like we must be doing something right right so yes. it was pretty cool but yeah so like back to your question it's literally a two-step uh, verification process um pull out your your crypto wallet through your mobile device and then they'll just verify the nft and then the, the number of the nft so i have um number zero so if you go on opc.com it's only a, around three purchases right now 
I, I'm number zero, and then right after that, it'll just be like one, two, all the way up to eleven thousand. That 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 just gave started to rub. Now I'm, my head explodes with ideas all the time. Mm-hmm. I have these moments, but I'm so Jarrell, Jasmine, what do you guys think about creating an NFT? And that NFT is the or create a token. That token you have to purchase in order to go to our next pop up show. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah, something to consider, I- but. Your token exactly. needs to have purpose. And I see Greenwood exactly. has purpose. Is wow. that yeah? So if you guys want to do the collab, we'll 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 cook it up. We have we have everything everything you guys need. I think it'll be super dope. Yeah. Like it could be like uh exclusive access to you know certain events. Like the it's like the world is endless for this space. So if you guys are interested, let's do it. Um for sure. We appreciate that your time first off you know that's very important yeah i, I think we're on board we'll we'll talk more off air and i uh, will get back to you sounds good yeah i love it thank you and uh yeah definitely before you go let everybody know again where they can follow you guys reach you guys and uh get involved yes of course so our website is greenwooddistrictsociety.com instagram is greenwood district nft uh twitter greenwood dist nft um each each uh social media platform has a link in their bio and then it takes you to all of our links so you can look at our articles with fox um everything so that qr code there and then all the links um uh that's right there um but yeah feel free to contact me my instagram is blackville gates um if you have any questions about the space if you're interested in creating your own nft for your uh business or whatever it is that you do um, and if you want to partner with us, I think uh, the biggest thing is we're looking for partners. We're looking for holders. Let's let's recreate that uh, Black Wall Street, and it's going to help the community. Um, so let, let's let's do yes. it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Joining us today, we appreciate you. Thank you. Oh. Of course. And he's up. Right, another round of applause. Got to give you one. Thank so you. thorough, man. I, I love. Thank you. I love the idea. It's it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be a special one. I always, I always tell my mom. I said, I said, my like, you know, our lives is gonna change in about three months. And she was like, I hope it's. I said, I hope it's legal. I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> what a mom answer, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. And we're definitely gonna talk off air, get some ideas flowing, and make sure you stay safe this morning, day weekend. Have fun. For sure. Thank you. Have a good one. You Thank too. you. Take care. All right. All right, everybody. That's Mr. Johnny. Greenwood Different Society. I don't know what to think about NFT. I barely do either, but now, like, after what? you I kind of, I'm like, hmm. I, I have a wallet. I have a MetaMask already. I think I'm going to get one. Steve's ahead of the game. I'm, As always. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, MetaMask. MetaMask is a wallet. First off, you could download it on your phone, which would be cool. But you can go to, we're a website away now. This has turned into a teaching class. A MetaMask is just a nice private way to secure your crypto funds or Tether. You know, more you could you could even put um, actual dollars in there too. So that's the crypto bank. It's like a wallet, not a bank, because uh, the the banks are too big, too huge. But anybody can get a wallet. Sir. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm sorry, uh, mom. I see you sending me stuff. I'm on my phone though, so uh, email the pictures to me. Cool, back, back to the crypto wallet. Sorry about that. Back to our this, schedule. 
yeah this this is a metamask you know this is a crypto wallet a gateway to block chain apps so you download this app and then it's it's so unique where it's very there you go you can buy you can store send and swap tokens you know if you ever heard that that bitcoin story about the guy who spent 500 bitcoins to get a free to get a pizza from pizza hut i forgot how many years ago but uh he used what? a digital wallet yeah you ever heard that was it btc pizza story i don't know bro like that's a bit much i just i just see somebody walk to the door and be like yo give me a hundred on pump five i'm paying straight bitcoin once i see that i'm in i'm in but i, I ain't seen it yet oh okay you bitcoin. can incorporate it right now yeah this is a crazy story wow Hmm. yeah those bitcoins huh how many more years we got cash before cash is trash i don't know fiat is uh is an imagination currency you know we believe because it's no longer tied to gold you know i think it was like in the late 70s where they passed something i think it was nixon who passed a a bill that kind of uh moved our dollar the u.s dollar which was the most universal and secure uh, fund they linked it to gold and gold was the backup but now it's no longer that's just fiat it's just paper it's the it's the belief <laughs> that's worth this amount of money i don't know I, I think bitcoin is going to be great but it's not going to be the majority it's just going to be an additional form of payment yeah people yeah. were hesitant about using credit cards remember now yeah. it's a commonplace right I mean, awesome, man. What a time to be alive, man. It is. Just, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I just don't want to get robbed of my crypto wallet, bro. <laughs> you can so there's there's uh there's cold wallets. So there's the digital wallet you can have on your phone or your laptop, and then there's a cold wallet where it's just like a USB stick with all your stuff on it. No one can take it from you. So they can't they can't take it from you on at all. They no. If it's on that that USB stick or that cold wallet, it's yours. It's like straight cash. That's almost that's like a regular wallet. <laughs> yeah. See, it's crazy, right? USB stick is gonna be the new wallet, maybe in the future. No, nah, just wow. put, that, put that chip in my wrist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's how they go up. It's like boom. Come on, we use Cash App already. A, a small nope. denomination of transactions, you know, like we're we're in it. We're already in it. Yeah, this is we, true. We do we just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Any- but it's anyway. Um, yeah. So let's get back into what we were talking about before Usman joined us. We were talking about uh 2009. My mom sent me some photos of myself, so I'm going to share the first one. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Do you guys remember day 26? I do. Yeah. I'm going to put it on. Hey. I'm going to put it on. (laughs) I remember that. So uh, this was, I met them one time. Oh, this dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. You look way different. Don't I? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. MySpace. 
Okay. That's the MySpace Jasmine. <laughs> I didn't even have a MySpace. That's the funny part. But yeah, we, we old. Okay. I, I'm hesitant to share this one. But this was a phase that I had where I was just going around, like, wearing different bandanas. And I, like, tried oh. to match my outfit sometimes. And for whatever reason, I would, like, tie it to the front of my forehead like i wouldn't i don't know it was like a tupac thing i don't know what i was trying okay. to do i thought i was cute but yeah it's like this was oh my morgan park band jacket hey shout out to the mustangs uh okay. thing. i would always wear my little jacket and then yeah i just had to have the little scarf or the bandana tied to the front with my ponytail all right all right all right yeah it's, it's not horrible but um no, hold on this is the last one i'm gonna show this is from nice. <laughs> this is from <laughs> you're laughing so much because i remember this day like clearly in my head so it was a uh, spirit week at my school and we decided to do like a-list celebrity day for whatever reason i was like i want to be Matia. and then like everybody around like my friends my mom they were like you sure you want to walk around school the whole day like that i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I actually ended up winning an award at my school for dressing up as Medea. So, oh, here it is, jazz as Medea. Oh, that's hard. Hold up. Oh man, that looks good. That's like oh. the real deal. You know? Yeah. What? I was going around school the whole day, like doing her voice, and you know, telling people to back the heck up off me and stop popping that gum. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was fun. And as I said, I won an award, so I guess it was worth it. You know? That's what's up. Those are great picks. It's good. See, look, man, guys, you know, it's uh we're getting to know each other a lot more. You know, you're really getting to I see. Got that, I got that one picture on my Instagram where it's like. No, I know. Hi. Anyway, we're back now. I had huh? to turn my phone because it's gonna die. I don't have a whole lot of pictures from old man. I was going through my tough phase. Like we didn't take pictures, so yeah. Oh yeah, I did that too. I forgot, man. When was it when we were doing like the polos and like the designer jeans? What when were? We... That's around that time. The air party okay. stuff. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because then. Yeah, because I didn't do the, the designer belts or the flashy belts that they had, man. They had some flashy belts, man. That was like 2011. That was after. Yeah. You feel me? That's yeah, that was after. Yeah. I never got into the belts either, man. Nah, mm -hmm. not too much. I did spend them three, $400 jeans. True religion and a rock revival. I definitely Yep, I got a Yep, I got a pair of rock revivals too. Yeah, they're too expensive. <laughs> not worth it. All right, is that plugged in? The phone charger. We're good. I'm plug plug. I am the plug. So we plugged in here to the midday live show. Tune in every Friday from 12 to 2. And of course, if you like what you're seeing, hit the like button, subscribe. Every Friday, we dishing out a new video. We got a great top five coming up of one hit wonders. You know, may maybe I should give out the artists. So some of the artists on the top five today are gonna be a group by the name of Aha, and then another group. Just by the name of men without men without hats two of my favorite songs i'm excited we got we got a, uh, a person by the name of vanilla ice on the list too 
Okay. And we also have designer and yep, that I I live in a good neighborhood. <laughs> and then Silento. Well, shake our watch hip. me. It's just, it's just, yeah, it is to shake your hips. I, I actually did. I actually, um, well, first of all, I don't like that song at all. So when I saw that on the list, I was like, damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn it. son. I can't stand that song. But I like the um, the original Nene. Remember the original Nene song? Ooh, watch me. Ooh, no, ooh, that's ooh, ooh, the same song. That, yes, that's part of the song. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, nay, 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 nay. I like that one. I like that one. It was a little more turn, you know. The sign and tell. Sign and tell. No. Yeah, he's. Click, click. Now watch me stagnate. No. No. Now watch me bop, bop, let, let's get it out the way then. Let's get this song out the way. You know, like you, you know, you you eat your vegetables first before you get to the main course. I get it. Get this out the way. We got "Watch Me" by Silento. Silento. Jasmine says deuces. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two. Now watch me, nene. Okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me, nene. Why me doing? Now watch me whip. Watch me, Where's the video part? All right. Well, for good reason, this one <laughs> came out all like that. It's yeah. okay. So, yeah. That was a moment in time, yo. The whip Nene, that was a moment in time. It was like 2014. That was a moment in time. Yeah. It was, man. It, I, I thought it was pretty important, too, man. It was a mega hit. It was like two <laughs> dance moves that went like mainstream and stuff. Like, he won the Billboard Award for Top Streaming Artist Song of the Year, which has oh previously God. been worn. It, it was won by Justin Bieber, designer, Taylor Swift. Wait, hold on. We got designer on this list. <laughs> May not be a good award. I don't know. And you, you know, we had like our own Lago Salento at the time. We had, had uh, D-Lo. D-Lo, Bob King. D-Lo, yeah. yeah. So that was the time. That was, was the time. It was. That Bob that bop little era was a time. That was my stuff right there. That was a time. Yeah. Shout out to the West Side. Shout out to D-Lo. Big shout out. And a big shout out to you guys sticking around for the top five. Next one on the list, we got one of Jasmine's favorites with Take On Me. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one. Yeah, that's, that's out of my vocal range, you know what I'm saying? I can't even hit those. Yeah, I shouldn't have even tried, but, you know, I wouldn't be me if I didn't try, because that's my jam. I think that exactly. was back in the day. It was on Just Dance, too. Of course, you're not a Just Dance player. All my Just Dance people out there, y'all get it. Yeah, I'm not either. My son plays that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Leo is a real one. He, he is, is he is. He's going to end up playing Sims 2, I bet, eventually, right? I think we all going to be playing 
Sims eventually. The metaverse, the metaverse is coming. I thought we already are playing Sims. We're living in a reality that we create. Life. Right? Real life. Somebody I know. Well, we're going to keep figuring it out here on the Midday Live Show. Number three on the top five, we have Men Without Hats, Safety Dance. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your plans behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, there's no plans of mine. Say, we can go where we want to. Place where they will never find. And we can act like we that's my jam like for no reason i don't remember where i first heard that i want to say it was in a movie or something awesome well i got it from a tv show scrubs i remember this from way back look at 2013 but uh turk was uh one of the nurses here and he he brought it up in a comical way and this is a a very popular scene thumbs up if you can hear audio daughter and she wants to get her ears pierced irrelevant we're not having a daughter okay what if we have a son and he wants to take dance class even though all his friends are playing football he can dance if he wants to he can leave his friends behind because his friends don't dance and if they don't dance then they're no friends of mine yes look at him go then i yeah, well, there you go. You know, it's this pop culture crossing. You know what's oh, crazy? Yeah. I used to watch Scrubs all the time, and that was the only show that showed like a black dude, like, like nurse gear. That's what I call it, Scrubs. And now yeah. I wear to work every day. <laughs> you see how life full circle. Hey, somebody, I need a better job. <laughs> This guy, that's you keep saying that after each video. All right, next on the next, we got <laughs> Vanilla Ice with another one hit wonder that we all know. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one. In case you didn't know it, my town that created all the fake sounds. Enough to shake and kick holes in the ground because my style's like a chemical spill. Feasible rhymes you can vision and feel. Conducted in form, this is a hell of a concept. We make it hype and you want us to print this. Yeah. Low key. Yo, MC Hammer should be like the richest rapper ever. All right. Jack Harlow and G Easy and Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly, all of them, they should have to send my man's a check every month. <laughs> they should have, they should be the ice they ice copy, yeah. for every, you know, fair skin rapper. Mm, the ice ice babies, plural. Yeah. The ice ice babies. <laughs> Oh my God, Steve! Hey, hey, you better trademark that, bro. Put that on the mixtape. We gonna the Ice Ice Babies. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right, cool. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> nothing but a certain type of fair skin flavor rapper. of ice cream. Period. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speak speaking about ice cream. Did you see that post that Leon put up on his Instagram about the ice cream and stuff? What ice cream? So Walmart's this. Walmart's under under a little bit of scrutiny recently because they were in the news two days ago for releasing a Juneteenth ice cream. Oh yeah, what flavor? I did see that. Is it watermelon? I mean, you know what? I don't know offhand. I think it was like a chocolate velvet or something. It was like a lot of different ones, right? Yeah, yeah, quite yeah. a few flavors. What's the What's the problem? 
Is it just because no, it's, it's just that they? I, I think it's more like, yeah, because so so they got complaints here. I got the article from Yahoo News. Uh, they're faith, facing backlash after release releasing multiple Juneteenth themed products, including a red velvet and cheesecake flavored ice cream ahead of the now federal holiday on June 19th. Shortly after social media users got to wind of the tone deaf deemed products, the retailer was accused of using their great value ice cream brand as a way to profit off the holiday, which commemorates the ending of slavery. So how about right. that for a reason? Come out. It was cool until you said great value. You, they, they, can't give us, they can't give us the great value and smack a new label on it. No, we're not doing that one. We're not doing that Facts. one. However, I'm not mad at the Juneteenth ice cream. We need a nice little spot in the ethnic food section, too. You okay. feel me? They don't give us no love. All right. So if we get ice cream and we can get some more stuff, you know, no watermelon, but we can figure it out. We need a spot in the ethnic food section. Yeah. Our, we, matter of fact, they should just give us all the seasoning. Why? Yeah, of course, man. Come on. Well, I don't know, man. We, the Latinos, bro, we know how to season with the right herbs too. But yeah. I agree with you. Great value. They should have given you guys a, like a, a good brand. Feel me? Why do they got to give you the? Isn't Why that the generic? Value? That's a generic brand, right? Yeah. Walmart. We friends, so we gonna let them slide. You gonna let I them guess. slide? That's like the but whole like. Do it again. Fruit loops. That's like the the fruit rounds. Oh yeah. You know. Why are yeah. you doing that? No, but they got a whole store for that. You want generic? You just go to Aldi. Aldi, the whole store is generic. <laughs> Love see, it. Now, if Aldi would have did some Juneteenth stuff, I would have been upset. I would have been Ooh. upset. That wouldn't have been cool. You know what I mean? Just let us use the carts for free for a day. That's all you had to do. We tired of paying that quarter. That's it. Oh, you, you always get the quarter back. It's not like they keep it. It's the principle. Whatever. <laughs> you make me pay to shop at your store, bro. It'd be like that. It's a pr never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I might have to go to all these later. Yeah, I need to go today too, by the way. So the last <laughs> the last song on this list, I feel like we gotta do this list again in the future of one hit wonders, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on this one we have designer with panda. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one. I got bribes in the Atlanta. Just the lean in the family. Credit cards in the scammers. Hitting the licks in the van. Legacies, family. Way and see, look like a panda. Going out like a Montana. Honey killers on the helmets. I was always one that really liked designer's energy. Like, whenever I saw him on stage, like, because, you know, back in the day, he was always invited to perform. Cause everybody was like, oh, Panda, Panda is the jam, you know, whatever. It was the hot song back then. Um, I just really always liked his energy. Like, after he would accept awards or anything like that, he would talk, but it sounded like he was talking in cursive. But I was like, hey, <laughs> I like the energy. <laughs> he was so happy to be there, though, even though you couldn't understand a word he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to writing, talking in cursive. <laughs> no, seriously. Because I didn't know what, it was like, it was like cursive mixed with, you know, his little sound effects, you know. If I knew how to roll my tongue, I would do an example, but I don't. <laughs> so I'm going to just not do that. Um, designer might be, like, the reason I'm still doing the radio thing. My first week, Cardi B came to the station and G-Eazy, and it was designer. And I was like, mm -hmm. like, I got to be designer. Mm -hmm. 
I know, right? Shout out designer. See, Love that. Like a full circle. Yeah. Right. He had he had other hits. They just weren't as big as Panda right, was. Right, right, right. I'm just yeah. saying he did. He did have other songs. Y'all remember Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner? Demon Wizard for a burner. That's true. Everybody walk. Yeah. Yeah, that was you know. People okay, but that's that's two. It's like a song and a half. You know what I'm saying? It was these, these 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 are like one hit. One weird. is like that one song went to the top, and then the other one just couldn't make it up the roller coaster. Yeah, it'd be like that. You don't have like a best one hit wonder of all time. Mm. Waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Off the top of my head, uh, I really liked. Gangnam Style by PSY. Oh, <laughs> Open Gundam Style. Oh, uh, 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 uh. that's a one-hit wonder. It is. Sure. It is. It is. He became an icon in Korea too. Mm-hmm. Oh, borderline almost made a statue after the dude. Oh, for one song. Yes. Yeah. That blew up for real. Like that song blew up. Bro, y'all he was like, he did it so good. Song? Y'all remember that song? This is why I'm hot. Mm-hmm. Mims. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna put him on the list, but I'm like, you know what? Not too many people know this guy, so I'm gonna say oh, no. <laughs> oh, I disagree. That was, man. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because you're not. Okay. You ain't because you what? <laughs> I'm like, like bro, like you, you a walking contradiction with these lyrics. But it was hard. It was hard. The nursery rhymes were hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. seven was. Oh seven was a different time. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. That's what's well, what up, do you guys say? That was say? the top five. Yeah. Who says a wrap like a tortilla? <laughs> that was that was a great top five. We appreciate all the hard work you do with the videos because you snap every time. You know. Appreciate it. Thank you guys both. You know, but you know, this is a. A three-person operation, you know. Uh, so without you two, we wouldn't have this this triangle offense. You know what I'm saying? Most this is true. Definitely. Next week we're gonna have the ice babies on our top five. <laughs> <laughs> the ice ice babies. <laughs> the ice ice babies. Okay. Yeah. Man, the- I got I got trademark it quick, man. Gucci man might come after me. You know what I'm saying? Give me that thrill. You know. I know. I'm like, Burr. <laughs> is he gonna be like Burr? Yeah, he's going to talk to me in Burr <laughs> and just let his eyes speak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where's Deezy when you need him? He could do a good Gucci impersonation, man. Real good one. <laughs> hmm. Well, are you guys ready to leave or shall we do busting or disgusting? Oh, we can't leave without that. We can't leave without that. So, I found this earlier today. And since we were talking about, you know, summertime shy is coming and whatnot and whatnot, uh, popsicles, everybody loves popsicles, right? How about a clam chowder popsicle? That's just, that's, that's <laughs> oh, that's hard. or disgusting. Oh, it's all right. Are you eating it cold or are you going to throw it back in the pot, you know, to heat it up? And that's just for storage no. issues. Yeah, you got to you got to just eat it cold or it's oh. going to it's not popsicle man, anymore. Man, all right. Clam chowder is from like New England or Massachusetts. So we need to ask Brady what his opinion is about that. He's a, he's a, he's a Boston boy. You know what I'm saying? They, they eat the clam chowder out there and they go drive in the car. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Boston's claiming this one, bro. Yeah. 
Nah, I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think. And so I like either. clam chowder. I do too in soup form, not in ice ice babies form, you know. Mm, yeah. So that's how they get out of Boston, huh? That's how somebody get down in their kitchen. They had an idea and they were like, you know what? Yeah. Clam chowder popsicle. Somebody, They're like, yeah, summertime shy. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah somebody wilding. Yeah, they are. So I'm gonna put they a bad big wilding B. Yeah. Wilding son, they bugging. They bugging. They is. They are. Excuse me. I got caught up. <laughs> they bugging me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get your cities together. <laughs> Yeah, that's a deeper disgusting for me. No thanks. No yeah, way. I have to agree. And I like clam chowder too, but this just looks a little too uh experimental. And uh yeah, I'm a pass. Mad Wilder B. <laughs> Mad Wilder. Man, what man, where's this language coming from? 2009? Yo, yo, son. What you, you, what you <laughs> Oh, okay. What's up, New York? What's, What's up, New York? What's going on, son? What's up, son? Why you wildin', B? You wildin', B? You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just trying to explain to the folks, yo. The son's wildin' with the little clam chowder and all of the, the clam chowder <laughs> joint ain't hidden, son. It's not hidden. <laughs> it's disgusting. Definitely not hidden. Yeah, wildin', B. Anywho. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've had an awesome show today. Um, before we get into the final word, I definitely have to give you guys my joke of the day. Okay. Before I forget. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Got it in my notes here. My little notebook. All right. You guys ready for the joke? Oh, got stuff falling. Okay. Did you hear about the rumor with the butter? Man, what happened? Well, I'm not going to go around spreading it. Uh, <laughs> you got get it? You got to go down, you got to go down to Bodega, you know what I mean? Tell Poppy that one. That's, that's hilarious, son. Poppy going to die when you hear that one, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, it, it was good. It was good. It was good. You should let that one ride at the Apollo next Saturday. Or they the gonna, Laugh Factory on Monday nights. They're going to love it. They're going to the Apollo down on 113th Street next to the bodega where all the mommies be at. Can you stop? There's no bodega. There's no bodega here. There, 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 there are a couple. You just got to find them. It's a corner style. I'm practicing for our trip to New a York. A corner style. We got to be ready. We, gotta, we might have to slide through the projects, son. Huh? They still got projects in there. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Get us some clam chowder out of Boston. Boston. <laughs> I'm going to work on my boss man. I don't know nobody from there. Yeah, because that sounds like a hard New York Like, hey, we from Harlem, you know I'm going to just try to slide through the telly, B <laughs> Okay Alright, uh, Steve Let's go Would you happen to have a final word for the folks? That I do Alright, ready when you are I'm ready too. Born ready, stay ready, ain't gotta get ready. Real quick, guys, listen in. Our greatest glory is is not that we're never gonna fail, never gonna fall, but it's the fact that we rise every time we get down. So keep that with you guys. Yes, I know it's cliche to say the journey is the real destination, not the end goal, but think about it. 
some of your great stories, some of your greatest jokes come from your experiences. And that's what this thing called life is. You got to get out there and live your life. No one is going to live your life for you. And with that in mind, same thing. No one's going to defend your life for you, too. So get up, brush the dirt off your shoulders. You know you got some cuts on your knees, but be abrasive. This world isn't for many, but it is for you. You wrote that? Nah, I freestyled that. Oh, that was hard. Okay. That was hard. Thank you, guys. Okay. Appreciate okay. it. Freestyle. Hey, I, I got my preacher moments. She just comes with age. <laughs> I heard that. We love it though. We need that. We need that positivity, positivity to you know end the show with, and uh, leave the people feeling good. Okay, because we got a long weekend ahead. Oh yeah, we do. Oh, working this room place event. You know that's gonna be fun. <laughs> a Memorial Day room place. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. I th I'm thinking I'm doing the Saturday and the Monday one. Mm. <laughs> get those hours, Steve. What you gotta do, man. Period. Get your, get your check, man. Yeah, I get to it. But I appreciate again your time, guys. Live from downtown Chicago, it's the Midday Live Show. Absolutely. And we are live. Midday Live Show is live every Friday, 12 to 2, right here on YouTube and Facebook. And we're thinking about getting a Twitch going in the near future. So make yeah. sure you guys stay tuned for updates with that. And follow us at the Midday Live Show on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter at Midday Live Show. And next week is episode 31. Thank you guys Ooh. for joining us today. Thank you to Usman Tajani and to Zuri James for joining us today. Great yes. show, great guests, great conversations, or as we call them, powerful conversations. Yes. Yes. So, any last words for the people? Uh, they know what I'm at. On Instagram, right? And your girl DMs. Oh. Yo. Don't check them. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Because we we not about that messy stuff over here on the Midday Live show. So, <laughs> yeah, we know what you be on. Anywho, have a beautiful, safe Memorial Day weekend, everybody. We out of here.